0: Blessed you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, who has sanctified us with his commandments and has commanded us to engross ourselves in the words of Torah. Please, Adonai, our God, sweeten the words of your Torah in our mouth and in the mouth of your people, the family of Israel. May we and our offspring, the offspring of your people, the house of Israel, all of us, know your name and study your Torah for its own sake. Blessed you, Adonai, who teaches Torah to his people Israel. Blessed you, Adonai, King of the universe, who selected us from all the peoples and gave us his Torah. Blessed are you, Adonai, giver of the Torah. Amen. Today is the 18th day of the Omer. How many of you are counting the Omer? Good. When do you count the Omer in? Morning or evening? How many say morning? Evening. Good, good. 18th day of the Omer. This Tuesday night's class, for those of you who are not in our class, and for all of you women who cannot be in our class, never can be. As That's right, ever. never can be in our class. And for those who happen to live in Gastonia. Yeah. Um, we will have a, uh, an opening barrage from uh, Captain Spurlock on exactly why counting the Omer is so important. He's going to be opening up a series on the voice of the bridegroom, so you'll want to listen in on that. And uh, before he introduces that class this Tuesday night, he will be uh, sharing why the Omer count is so important. What is it that we do during the weeks in between Pesach and Shavuot besides Count the Omer? We read, the ethics of the fathers of Pirkei Avot. Okay? So, after uh, Pesach is all done, that's a bug from the garden. Um, after Pesach is... Better check the baby. Um, was, did I flick it on the baby? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, after Pesach is done and we start, uh, and we're in the midst of the count, we have six Shabbatot. Six Sabbaths. And uh, we read... Uh, one of the six chapters of the Pirkei Avot each week. So this is the second week and uh, opens up with uh, Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, Rabbi Judah Prince, who is famous for redacting the Mishnah, right? The oral Torah, if you will. And uh, just so everybody's clear and there is no confusion... They said he was so wealthy that his stable man was wealthier than the king of Persia. That's a wealthy guy. A
1: lot of horses.
0: So that's why chapter 2 opens up with how a man should find his course and being rich and being poor and so forth. So I hope you're reading through that. Uh, it was my hope that we'd have time to go through that. But with all of the delightful stuff in this week's portion, that may not be possible. So, um, I was reminded that uh, we will not be talking about the uh, latter part of uh, the portion here, uh, both on the, uh, on the tape, and quite frankly, I should have uh, warned some of the readers to uh, avoid of the more racy stuff that's in there, not because we're ashamed of it, not because it's a mistake to read it, uh, but just out of deference to not only some of the women, but certainly the okay. children. Uh, so there'll be no talk of uh, that, or the love apples or anything else that may come up uh, as a result of that particular type of uh, discussion. So here we are in uh, Metsora and tazria. What is Matzora? Someone who has. Someone who is uh, in our English language a leper, right? It's not leprosy. It's not Hansen's disease. Um, it is. Tzara. Uh, but we'll get into that. Tazria is the first of our two half portions. What's uh, what's Tazria? This is not a trick question. Jump in any time. Tazria means?
1: She bears seed. She what? She bears seed. She
0: bears seed. Now why is that amazingly weird? Ooh. Yes, you in pain.
2: I don't know a whole lot about this kind of thing, but <laughs> Yet. I, I feel as if it's not the woman who
0: typically does that. Bears The seed. seed. Yes, that's exactly where you're going. So that's exactly where I was going. So this would be, this would be, a woman with seed. Hmm. So a woman. The seed turns into a child. A woman with child. There's no man involved. This is oddly named, but should certainly cause us to remember. the discussions about our master yes yes okay so we begin before we get into the leprosy stuff about this uh, this woman who shall be with seed so what is your uh, what are your comments at the opening portion uh, and part of Tazria? Maybe all of chapter 12, if you'd like.
1: Uh, do,
2: do we understand that um, anytime the scripture speaks of a woman conceiving, it's always when a woman bears seat, or are you saying that this particular verse is unique mm-hmm. to scripture?
0: I'm saying that this is unique to scripture.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, because the English looks perfectly normal. I,
0: Hebrew that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. right. Exactly. Right. exactly right. So, Tajriah uh, just in and of itself is weird mm-hmm. because it's. Has uh, so it's a woman who's with seed? Mine
2: with
1: says
0: seed.
2: if a woman be delivered and bear a man child.
1: <laughs>
0: That's the uh,
2: 1846. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, which well, verse is this
0: um, This is chapter 12, verse two. Uh, verse two. Dos. Dos. Thank you. Chapter 12. When a woman conceives <laughs> and gives birth to a man. Yes.
3: I think. I think also in this the discussion. It, I mean, it, it hearkens to what you say when you think about Messiah, we think it, But Matthew, or Luke makes the point to draw us back to this portion by speaking about how uh, Miriam, the mother of Yeshua, uh, takes uh, or goes to the temple in order to follow through on the instructions here. And so exactly. It's an immediate reminder. I mean, Luke doesn't tell us everything that everybody did all the time, he just tells us that what she did in relationship
0: to this passage so it's, it further identifies this as an important connection exactly right and for those uh, that don't believe that the Torah has any place in our lives today then you certainly would have not only a problem with the master's life in, its, in and of itself but also with his parents who were scrupulously obedient to the Torah as was his aunt and uncle um, Zacharias and Elizabeth, right? Well, it was before the cross, Oh, it was before the cross! So. Oh, yeah, that's right. From <laughs> before the cross. Okay. So we'll, um, we'll be moving after the cross later
1: on. What's yeah. interesting
0: about that is that she did
2: the, you know, um, Mary did not bring a lamb. She brought turtle doves right. and pigeons, which, according to the Torah, is what somebody who is... Uh, Poor. Poor. That's exactly she right. Which quite interesting. It gives us a little insight. So she was probably not related to Yehuda. The wise men had not shown <laughs> <laughs> up. <laughs> right, yeah, but, with all
0: yeah. that But it really does make you wonder if they were poor, how did they afford that flight to Egypt later on? You know, you got to so make so those wise that, guys you know, who showed up. That's so cool that yeah.
2: that's, I mean, you know, because I think throughout the Talmud it talks about Messiah coming into the world very lowly, right. and I mean, what better proof to show, like, well, even his parents had to bring this type of sacrifice exactly. because of their
0: state in life. You bet. That's yeah. So I, I think that we've got the, the references to the poor, which we would not know if we didn't know the Torah. We've got the reference back to this particular portion, as Mary follows in obedience. Other comments on that before we move on? Why is it different between a male and a female? child? Well, I, to bring that. I wrote. I wrote that down. That uh, some that's schmo would probably ask me why you have to do sixty-six days for the girl. Well, that's not a forbidden topic. No, it's not a forbidden topic. I just had hoped that you wouldn't raise it yet again this year, but you did. <laughs> but
1: you did. I have no answer. I have, an, I have answer. an answer.
0: I have an answer. Who else has an answer? I have an answer. I didn't read an answer. I made mine up out of whole cloth, but I think it, it bears out in the scripture.
4: Does it
0: go beyond boys are different than girls? Oh,
1: boy. Boys are different than girls. It's exactly right. <laughs> well, not my answer,
0: no, but <laughs> that's good.
1: Come mean, ah. Elijah an or
0: UPS? Exactly.
1: <laughs> it's the answer.
0: I, I need a lifeline, thank you. Um <laughs> Okay.
1: It's a
0: case of wine. Okay. Yeah, the last time that happened here in Shabata was a case of wine. I mean that's, that's just a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Neighbors. Yeah. So Neighbors, it's not a
0: four terabyte drive, not a, thunderbolt, a not drive? Not a thunderbolt connection. Neighbor. Oh frisbee.
4: Nothing to do with pointing toward the cars. Oh. Uh like Oh. Like a car
0: was rolling into a Maserati? No, I did that once. Yeah. I parked my uh, yeah. uh, I parked my brown pinto on on a hill in a parking lot and the parking lot was an Italian restaurant next to a Jaguar dealership (laughs) (laughs) and while I was in eating with this gal the brake gave out on my Pinto and it rolled backwards down the parking lot hill into a jaguar Uh, Mm. the things we do yeah (laughs) what are the odds right good
4: thing it wasn't one of the exploding (laughs) gas
0: tank (laughs) (laughs) pensions that's a good
2: point I
1: am blessed
0: that right that actually happened to us in a different story but that's with my brother and that was in Texas. Um, now this was good. Having just gotten out of the army, they uh, they were very gracious. Praise God. Or we'd still be in indentured servitude. So, um, yeah, I think I have an answer as to why why the woman spends more time. Well, what does she do during these days? Thirty-three days for the boy, sixty-six days if she bears a, a woman or a girl. what what, what is she doing? What, what, what does the scripture say? She's at home.
5: Bonding with
0: the child. Certainly bonding with the child.
5: But well, what else?
0: What, 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 is, what is she not with? Her
5: she's husband. not
0: with her husband. And she's not with... She's not with, with the rest of the community. Right? Okay. Yes.
5: Um,
3: if you have a smoky Honda uh, with smoke color and an owl uh, and
1: park right in front of your neighbor's house. They need to be moved. So I know... Uh, I think, yeah, and then there's also a, a Malibu. That's like a, Yeah, okay. Yeah, they have to be moved,
3: and she said that every week they would appreciate if no one would park there.
0: Okay, so that's good. Please feel free to park right, on the driveway if there's room on the driveway. If not, just park right on the front lawn. we're going to wait until you get back just so that you don't miss this. Yeah. This is important.
1: Yeah. For you. <sighs> <sighs> I <laughs>
2: love <laughs> <laughs> the So exciting. the I your rocks are great. They're so awesome. They're so awesome. awesome. They're so awesome. They're so
1: awesome. They're so awesome. They're so awesome. They're so 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 it wasn't because <laughs> Part there. <inaudible> <inaudible> I, I was actually <inaudible> saying, ah, I we <inaudible> so like, <inaudible> <"No. So inaudible> to tell him no more chocolate. right now. I that sounds just like you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> 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 Yeah, I uh, just want to out the point case right. that about. the separation from the husband is not for the whole 30 players. That is just true. For the, <laughs> for, the, for, for
0: the period of need up Right. She's not able to handle anything wholly for
4: 30
0: players.
1: Correct. And, and she's so not, not high part high. of the community during that time.
0: She can't eat the food. She can't eat all. She, she will not even get
5: near here. So then here, it only matters there, not in our current dwelling. So the 7 and 14 that matters for our current. It is temple, de- it is temple
0: dependent.
5: Yeah. Beyond the 7 or 14, yeah. it is, yes. Yeah. So, continuing in the blood
2: purification, what mm-hmm. do
0: um, we need to It's either, depending on the context, still bleeding or is in that state. That's what which is why
1: sixty six, six no, no. That's, that's yeah. Sorry about that. <coughs>
2: so that. It's definitely
5: the <laughs> so. Yeah. we need not, not the,
0: the All yeah. 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 pre- oh, right. No. We're back. let's so uh let's try and regroup refocus and rethink. The question is, why why does the woman is the woman required to spend more time away from the community? and away from the the temple if she bears a, a woman, a, a girl, rather than a boy. Yes, sir?
5: Well, if it says that she
1: can't go... if she's away from the temple, doesn't that mean she can't help, offer her sacrifices?
0: Yes, it does. And she can't eat them either. That's exactly right. I would suggest... Again, this is just my thoughts. I would suggest that um, every married man in this room would agree that their wives tend to be more spiritual, hear God sooner than they, and just in tune better than they are. Most men agree with that. that They're married. Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. Um, I think that this is an opportunity for a mother to teach her daughter and spend time with her daughter not actually teach her because it's an infant Um, but it's a picture of that later closeness with God I believe that this is a picture of this time away that will be happening monthly throughout most of her life as she has this time alone with God to acquire that in tuneness with the spirit and be able to understand and hear the voice of God more acutely than men. I may be wrong, but it works for me. And it's been borne out in my wife's life, as well as in my daughter's. I hope that they become, continue to be great women of God. But that's the only reason that I can understand why there would be that difference. I I completely agree with that. The uh, the one of, one of the things that the sages
3: reflected on this passage pointed out that all of the reference to the atonement that she receives at the end of this period make it sound like it's the final atonement for this period. In other words, as if somehow there is an atonement that's ongoing throughout this time. Neat. And in reflection of that, I'm going back to Luke again. Right. And I'm just saying how interesting that, that <laughs> otherwise it would always be 66 days except that we need to remember that there's a, a man-child coming that will bring redemption. Yes. And so, unnecessary to go the full 66, the 33 will be just fine. It's a great picture. I like it. I like it. Does that work for you? Can we work with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So next year... Don't let me ask that
0: it. it. Uh, We're not going to get that question again. But... Uh, Seriously, I think uh, that's the best I can find with it, and I think the sages toss that around a little bit as well. Okay, um, speaking of Luke, as, as Rick has brought uh, the good doctor up several times already, would you turn in your Bibles to uh, Luke chapter 17? Luke chapter 17, which I thought should have been the apostolic reading for this particular week. Gloria, how are you? I missed you this morning, and I just wanted to acknowledge you here. This uh, woman, her son, is getting married in like 18 days as well. Amazing but true. Yes. Amen. Out of here. <laughs> Luke chapter 17,
1: we pick up <laughs> Sorry that make the
0: exit. <laughs> Luke chapter 17, we pick up at verse 12. And as he that is Yeshua entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Yeshua, master. Have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. I'd like to stop right there first and ask you why he said that. Because he had just healed them? It appears that he had just healed them. But why did he tell them that, Brock? Because the priests are the ones who can declare you clean Mm -hmm. or unclean. Are you saying that the very Son of God did not have the authority to declare these men clean? Absolutely (laughs) not. He couldn't. He had delegated that authority. <laughs> he had already previously delegated that authority to the Kohen. That's right. Only the priest could declare them clean. Well, I didn't, I
5: can, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it was right here or not, but there were 10 that were healed. They all went away except for one. We
0: didn't get to that yet. I'm about to read further. It's so, the same place. It's the same story. But it's true. He had the power to heal them, but he did not have the authority to declare them clean. So go show yourself to the priest. Why would they do that? It is the very portion we are reading right now. I knew you knew that. I just needed to share with people. Okay. As they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Yeshua's feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a half-breed. But a half-breed, who said that? Did you say that or did you say that? A half-breed is a person who is half one nationality and half another nationality. Is that what I am? No. 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 I would say that you are a Korean-American as I am an Italian-American. We have both become Americans, but I come from an Italian heritage. You come from a Korean heritage. Um, a Actually, everybody's a half-free now. To think about it, not <laughs> just Cher, who you probably don't know, but it's okay. <laughs> um, hey, stand by one second. Let's finish. We'll come back. Yes, sir. Um, how, me, just, how many? How many know the reference to Cher? Only those yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know because you say it every time you bring up half-free.
1: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> nobody starts singing Cause right? it's, <laughs> because it does fit. <laughs> yes, Brock. <laughs> well, it says that he realized he was healed. Does that mean that he knew what the Torah requirements for being healed was? And he's like, huh? There's I am
0: so one. glad you brought that up. So can anybody tell me from the scripture, from our portion, if I have tzara'at, what, I mean, just my body right now, how would I know? What would cause me to want to go to the priest and have something checked? What is it? What would I notice? I've got a rash. The color. the color of skin is white.
1: White. 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 Or I've got
0: some hair coming out of something mm-hmm. that looks a little pussy. And the hair is not <coughs> white. It's, it's yellow. yellow.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just write it down. Yellow hair in the middle of pus. You yeah, are hosed beyond belief. Okay, so I've got some kind of rash, pus, Spot. White spot, scab. These kind of things are what we're talking about. But I can identify where it is. Yes? Does everybody agree?
5: Mm-hmm.
0: This guy realized he was healed. How would he know? He's covered. He's got it from head to toe. But no scabs now. The white patch, he's now white from head to toe. And white means White does normally indicate purity. And what did Samaritan men normally wear? Their normal garb? They wore white. Very cool.
1: But anyway, you were going to say? I was was just going to say, it seemed that he, even though he was a half breed he knew what their total requirement was. Interesting. Better than the other nine. Yeah. Who might have been full breed. (laughs) (laughs) This guy was a Samaritan, he
0: realizes he's healed, and he returns back... Jesus or Yeshua answers, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way, your faith has made you well.
5: Incredible. So, when you say the other nine were not well? Because they, they left
0: without. They certainly had been cleansed he just realized he wasn't turned around so wouldn't, wouldn't you think that most people would take this to mean that Yeshua is abrogating <laughs> the priesthood oh very clever so go your way and but they're all headed to the priest yeah. yeah. one of them did <clears throat> the right thing by not going
2: to the priest and coming back to
0: oh I, I, get it, I get it so let's, true just, priest. let's oh. say that let's just say that louder so that everybody got it there could be the perspective that say it again louder oh <laughs> that <laughs> I completely lost my train of thought. That Yeshua is confirming that the Torah is no longer applicable right. and that he has the power not only to heal but to forgive, to send him on his way, and that this man was right, even though a foreigner or half breed, to turn to the true priest, the true high priest, Yeshua. Is that, is that how does that sound? Does that sound churchy? Good, okay. Right. Good. So, how would you respond? <laughs> you would all be silent then he's not the messiah oh then he's not the messiah good, a little antagonistic but very good well, I have no protection there's,
5: there's two things that I, and I don't fully really understand all this but really a man can suspect he has this thing. Yeah. it has to be confirmed by somebody who I consider annoying which would be the to tell what it actually is. Precisely. Okay. The second thing is, were the nine that were healed, did their healing remain that way? Because the way it the way the protocol is set up, you had to go to the high priest.
0: No question about it. And we know that the that the others were healed because it says, We're not ten cleansed.
5: But did they stay healed? Because did they follow the protocol
0: that you have to go to the high priest? Well, there's no... I don't, I don't think there's any question. He told them, go and show yourselves to the priest. And all ten were heading that way to do just what he said. So I think they knew that. I don't think there's any evidence that they got uncleans on the way because they didn't turn around. I think Yeshua is astonished that the only guy who actually wanted to come back and say thank you... How much does the apostolic scriptures teach us about gratefulness and thankfulness? Mm-hmm. Right? And let me rephrase that. How much does the Bible in its entirety teach us about God desiring to have us have a heart of gratefulness and thankfulness? And he's astonished. And only the foreigner is the one who comes back. But I think to argue against Peter's deception <laughs> aside, aside from uh, the antagonistic <laughs> response her. of he couldn't be the Messiah if he was against the
1: priesthood and against the Torah. He disqualifies himself. Well, I would also say to take a less antagonistic approach. <laughs> By the way, I love Rick and I would be just as antagonistic if I you weren't know. antagonism. Yeah. Um, but what I would say is um, yeah, he stopped and you know, he he sure, thanked doesn't I mean he wasn't still on his way to the temple. in, in
0: fact you could argue that yeah. rise and go your way he meant
1: go to the temple, but and furthermore, the, since the priests were the ones who could actually say, because you're clean, he can't go back into the community. That's right, that's until that's he exactly have right. the leper until the priest well, proclaimed.
0: Second. Exactly. That's the protocol. And if you don't, and we're going to see protocol at the end of this portion, where if you don't follow the protocol, God makes it clear. If you don't follow this protocol, what happens? You, die. you will die. Yeah. Because you will profane my sanctuary. And I'll kill you. As a Samaritan you
2: what as a Samaritan, how important would that be to be going back into the city and all that like I, I I mean be I'm sure he wouldn't be taking things to the temple and everything which is really why you would want to be clean anyway so different I, different temple
3: he does believe in the temple but just about Mount Garzin mm. Which is remarkable because where is he going to get confirmed that he's cleansed? He's not going to the Samaritan priest. He's going to the Kohen.
0: Right. He can't interface with any of the Israelites unless an Israelite code professes right. him. Yeah, exactly. So um, it's interesting. There's uh, How many of you have ever wondered why Pesach is one day? But if you're not in Israel, it's two days. Shavuot is one day, but if you're not in Israel, it's two days. How many of you have ever wondered about what's, what that's all about, the whole diaspora thing, right? Well, if you want to be scrupulous about your obedience and you want to actually do what God says to do on the day in which he says to do it, then you need to know what day it is. And if you don't have a calendar, no telephone, certainly no texting, Twitter, Facebook, anything like that, you know, the Pharisees' Facebook page said, you know,
5: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, the Sanhedrin, (laughs) yeah,
0: so uh, the Sanhedrin Facebook page says it is 29 Elul. Tomorrow is Rosh Hashanah. Hello, yeah, they didn't do that. And what they started doing was setting signal fires on the mountaintops to let everybody know and if you were you know, in that chain of communication it was like being one of the guys that passed on the semaphores that were coming over the uh, uh, telegraph in the early days of our country and the Samaritans actually set false fires they would literally set up fires on the wrong day to fake out the guys on the next mountaintops to get them all to be celebrating the festivals on the wrong day. That's love. That's love. You know, and they'd throw, like, dead carcasses over the walls, and now these people were unclean, and they couldn't eat the Passover. But, you know, is it really as bad as some of the stuff that's going on today? I don't think so. But there was not a lot of love lost between them, and we see this in the math. (laughs) Why were they surprised that he didn't go around Samaria? We don't, we don't do the Samaritan thing. We go around them. Why would you cut through and take the short weight? You may bump into Samaritans. And they're, they're not normally nice to us, that kind of thing. They're different, half breeds, all that kind of stuff, right? And then you know, he goes over the top. Not only does he go through the land of Samaria, but when he stops at the well, he starts talking to a Samaritan woman. Whoa, we're at the bottom of the barrel now. We're ready to get Yeah. And that's kind of where I was going I was just thinking about how
2: odd it is that of all the people that would have stopped and glorified God and thanked him falling on his face before yeah. Yeshua, yeah. it was somebody who was
0: in, in who that was very lowly yeah. yeah. it yeah. is amazing we and could... he and he realizes that too. Right? So yeah. here at Luke twelve we get that same comment. Wow, a farmer. And my own people didn't come back and say thank you. Ouch. ouch, how many times do you do that? I think I do that more often than not because I normally just take a lot of stuff for granted. Did everybody notice the asparagus is up and it's almost this high? I just can't take that for granted. I mean, we planted it. Maybe I should repent and not act like a Samaritan. Oh, this Samaritan did it right. So there we go. That's a cool sound, isn't it? Yeah. Good. All right. Back to our uh, Torah portion. Where does the uh, where does the, matsura, the leper, have to stay? What did you say, Micah? Outside
1: the city.
0: Outside the city or outside the camp. That's exactly right. Where are the priests? Inside the city in the temple we're certainly inside the camp right they're inside so what's the what's the leper got to do
2: grab somebody
0: and have to go tell them the priest. we can't grab them well yeah them. Them. you don't want to spit on Haider them holler at right? them from afar <laughs> yeah tell me tell tell right that's what he's got to do go can you get the priest please no I'm busy what can you go? That's tough.
1: Let me
0: touch you. He's <laughs> 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 <that's a>, <laughs> no, yeah. Okay, so he's got to get somebody to help. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it is interesting that uh, there is a, a contagiousness. And I think we had a uh, study class on this once before, but there is a contagiousness associated with this. Is there not? Mm-hmm. If the uh, if the mensora comes into the camp, and even if he's covering his upper lip and crying out that he is to me, what uh, what kind of what kind of thing we got going on here? How, how contagious is the contagious? I mean, is it like is, is it like the monks? Like uh, what's that uh, closeness thing that we had in high school? Please. Mono. 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 Mono, thank you. Fleas. Did you
1: go to Did you go to <laughs> high school? You must be homeschool. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: great. Fleas. Um, did you get rid of the fleas in your house? I did in mine. Yeah. I
1: think I
4: that's a mezzorot. Or anything that has uh, zarat is is opt on it. Right. So it it is that has first degree, first degree impurity. So it is it would pass it along. Anything that comes
0: about that. So we get that? Did you hear that? With the father of impurity, we're at the top of the chain here. So if anything touches that person, he is contaminated. Second level contamination would be if you touched the original and then somebody touched you. Would you be? And there's we don't have time today. Trust me. But yeah, that is up to me. So, if um, if you're walking down the path and up the hill, runs this uh, guy who believes he's been cleansed, along with nine of his best buds who've been uh, sitting around playing uh, blackjack down in the uh, leper hole, um, <laughs> and he grabs you and says, "Can you call a priest for me?" Uh huh. Um, what are you doing now? Unclean and okay. Un- so Unclean, you need two things. Wash
1: your clothes,
0: wash yourself, socks. You right? Yourself. We, we need uh, the mikvah and tomorrow. Right? Because sundown is tomorrow. Right? Mm-hmm. So, mikvah and tomorrow. But you do not have tzaraat. Right. You are unclean. It's you not the disease. That? It's the uncleanness that's passed. It's not the tzaraat that's passed. My God. So, can you go into the temple to tell the Kohen, the priest, that this guy needs to be checked?
5: No.
0: No. no. You cannot go into the temple because you are now Tanai. Mm-hmm. Do you have Torah? Mm-hmm. No. But you can't go into the temple. It's clear. But are all the priests in the temple? No. No. We got a lot of priests. There's only one course, other than during the holidays, there's only one course on duty at a time.
4: This is, this is, I think, particularly important because we see in other, uh, <coughs> in other incidents with Messiah Yeshua where he, in fact, reaches out and touches.
0: And it's now, are you telling me that the very Son of God became unclean? Of course. Are you? Isn't that but, sin? Of course not. So he's without sin, but he's unclean? Absolutely. does everybody understand that he's right yes mm-hmm. you guys have heard this before
4: <laughs> to to may and to may and tahor, clean and unclean has nothing to do with sin it is true certain sinful acts result
0: in impurity and right. it's true that certain righteous acts like bearing children, children result in to may and tahor. Right. to exactly. so to and
4: to has nothing to do Good with sin although they can have uh, they can be connected depending on what caused it but uh but yes. So what the, what's interesting is we see Messiah willing to become richly unclean out of compassion for the Mitzvah, which means that he is now unable to, uh, you know, do, he's
0: precluded from certain activities. He's done that day for any temple service. Correct. All right. Because he's got to go through the mikvah, and he's got to be got to wait till tomorrow. So, for those of you who wonder, you know, did, did Yeshua get baptized? Yeah, was it more than once? Yeah, <laughs> without question. Um, the uh, gotcha. one thing also in regard to this is
3: the sages say that there's really that this the notion that there were people that were. I mean, it make, we almost make it sound like this happens all the time. People got healed, and you go in and found somebody to go tell the priest. And it didn't. It never happened, but the, except for two times. And it, the sages would say, only one time. Other than during the during the days that we're describing right here, Miriam and others yes. in the
0: wilderness, it only happened during the th- days of Elijah and Elisha. Will, will you bring up a, a perfect point? So, on the walls of our, our timeline... Today, that's where Roger is, our tzaddik today, our righteous man. A thousand years earlier, we have, can you name a righteous man? Anybody? Anybody? Rashi. Okay, good. First guy to do line-by-line commentary on the Torah and on the entire Tanakh. A thousand years earlier, I got another tzaddik. It would be Messiah Yeshua. Then I've got, a thousand years earlier, I've got another Tzadik. David. 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 David King David. Then a thousand years earlier, I've got Abraham Avinu. I've got Abraham, our father. So where are they wandering in the wilderness? And Miriam gets Sarah up ah. Right here. Here's the mountain. We're, we're wandering for 40 years we've got some murmuring, some Lashon some evil speech against Moshe Rabbeinu Moses, Moses, our our teacher. Moses our teacher and then where are Elijah and Elisha right every prophet in the Bible every prophet in the Bible is in the first half of that wall right there all of them major and minor, they're all right there there are no prophets over there, over there on that wall, on this one, those are all the prophets well not all the prophets but all the prophets who have books they're all right here so Elijah and Elisha are here and now after all that time 700 years we have Messiah Yeshua can you imagine I'm a priest I'm working in the temple I'm off for duty now I'm going out into the uh, town going to get a bagel yeah. put my feet up, have a glass of wine, some shawarma, you know, whatever it may be. And I'm going back on duty in the morning. It's not a big deal. It's, it's my family's time. We'll be on for two weeks. And this guy comes and grabs me. And he says, there's a leper outside the town who says he's been healed. He wants you to come and check him out. You are kidding. I'd be pulling out my little priest book. (laughs) My dad didn't have to deal with this. My grandfather didn't have to deal with this. My great-grandfather. I come from a line of priests. As far back as I can remember. How many of you can remember back six generations in your family? That's a little far, right? I mean, four generations is really pushing it, right? I mean, Sophia can go back one generation two generations, she's never even met, or even if she did not even know who my father is, let alone my grandfather can you imagine? you got a guy who got healed from leprosy he thinks he was? holy cow I mean it's got to set the whole temple on fire I mean I don't mean literally, not, but you know. No, no. <laughs> not, not <laughs> like, Right. Yeah, that happened actually later. That's a <laughs> phone. Yeah. No, so it's 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 gotta have the whole priesthood just buzzing. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have this class which we haven't had in seven hundred years, but my grandfather taught this class to the priest were on duty that time because Alicia came in and we were talking... And all of a sudden there's more people go out and go, What more?
2: There's nine more! Oh
0: there's another guy showed up.
3: You know, that's amazing. Which may tell us why in Acts later on it says many of the priests were believing. These are men that have experienced something they've never experienced
0: before. And they know that none of their great great grandparents did either. We've had the church calls this period here a time of biblical silence. There's, there's nothing there. And yet, we do, from the sage's perspective. Well,
4: also, the envision, because later on we're about to sure we, uh, if the cohen goes out and inspects him and in, he's in fact clean, him, tapor, then to finish <coughs> some additional procedures, he's got to go through to complete his purification. But the last step is he yep. completely shaves himself. Okay and then he goes into the temple to make his sacrifice so imagine this you're in the temple just up there doing you know you brought your thanksgiving offering or your you know, shanim offering or whatever right and you look over and here comes a guy that's like totally clean shaven
0: no, I mean big time bald right not just the baldness on his forehead or the top of his head right no eyebrows no beard which is rare in and of itself no hair on his body, arms are sticking out, and they've been scraped. So,
4: you know, so when this person comes up to for that finance step in the process, and they walk into the temple courtyard, anybody who's in the courtyard and looks over and sees that person coming, it's going to go whoa. You know, yeah. I mean, because how many people actually saw
0: yeah, that's somebody who becomes that way? Right. Exactly. So now it's after that. That's really astonishing, right? Because what are they going to do to this guy who was the lowest rung on the totem pole, who was the bottom, who was the outcast, who no one could even touch? No hugs on Shabbat. No coming inside, breaking bread. This guy's at the bottom. What are they going to do to him now? Everything they're going to do to him parallels Something else that we've already seen. I'm talking about the blood on the right earlobe, the right thumb, the right big toe, and Reach. then let's kind of sort of wipe off the blood, as it were, on the earlobe, right thumb, and right big toe. I, uh,
2: Mr. a good points because it's like in chapter 14, it just goes ahead and says, like, and if he is healed of leprosy, like as if. This is, this is going to happen, so here's how it happens, which is so fascinating that it hasn't happened very often as if this was you know, prophetic looking forward to a day when it would
0: or, or that it only happens when God's in the midst of working with his people, <coughs> Sinai Elijah and Elisha who, who we call Elijah or uh, Eliyahu Hanavi, he's the prophet and now with the Messiah Who's the guy that gets the, uh, the thumb, earlobe, thumb, and right big toe with the blood and then with the oil? The high priest. The high priest. Not just your concert, the flat priest. No, no. Right? So I think it was Aaron. Is it every priest? His, son. his sons too? So they, they've been doing that to every priest or just the high priest? Aaron and his sons. Aaron and his sons. So every priest gets this done. So now when we have Pesach as a Seder, We've got the unity or echad. You've got three different kinds of bread there, right? Or three different sets of bread. And Jews today will tell you these represent the three classes of, of Israelites, right? What's the first one? Cohen, the priest, and then the second? The Levites. the Levites, the second, you know, second tier, and then Regular everybody else. So where's the Metsorah? He's not even with them. And so now cool. where is he elevated to as a result of being healed? Mm-hmm. Up there with the priest. Top shelf. Top shelf. Yes, ma'am. I think someone else brought it up but I think these have wanted to know right away, who sent you to First us to, to be How did you get healed? You yeah. bet. And, you know, to Ray's right point.
5: And to send us n- to know that you had to come to us
0: right. to be declared. Exactly right. Exactly right. And, you know, I think that in Acts yeah. it's clear. A lot of priests got saved. They believed in Yeshua. Why would that? <laughs> We've seen something happen that hadn't happened in 700 years. You, year then you.
4: Can we talk about the
0: sacrifice? That's what I was going Absolutely. to ask. Absolutely.
4: <laughs> bring it up. So, give us the reference. So, we're in chapter 14. So, it says that uh, uh, you know, if the covenant in is passing, he's poor, then he's you know, got to bring uh, a sacrifice. In order to complete purification, which includes two lines—birds, um, doves, cedar wood, crimson thread, and hyssop—so, okay. uh, and then it goes and describes this procedure where one bird will be will be slaughtered, and the blood will be um, will be. Will, will be Put into a earthen container full of mine kinds of explainable living water, okay, which kind of makes this blood water mix. And then that and that and, and then the live bird is tied to the cedar wood with the red uh, with the uh, with the scarlet wool and, and and dipped into this earthen vessel that has the blood from the first. Burn with the spring water, this mixture, and then, with and then the the hiss up and the bird go in, and then it comes out, and he sprinkles the person with this. You know. So I mean,
0: if this uh, wasn't in the how, Bible, how many of you think he's making this up? It's Kabbalah. <laughs> that's right. this has got it. This is the weirdest <laughs> thing ever. Star Trek, man. If, that's what I'm talking about. This
4: wasn't in. The scriptures. If right. you were just reading this in some other, yeah. you're gonna, kind of voodoo with this. Right? <laughs> but what's interesting is the, the elements here. We see these elements um, show up several times. Um, Hissa, for example, was used uh, when we
0: left Egypt to apply the blood on the on the on the doorpost. And Psalms tells us that the psalmist wants to be purified by God with. Yes, yes. Um, we, and we see other references for
4: um, cedar and, and crimson. Obviously, Isaiah chapter 1, you know, um, though your sins are as red or as crimson, crimson. As, um, as scarlet as crimson. Or crimson. Crimson. It'll make you crimson. white. I'll make you as white as, as wool. Or, mm-hmm. you know, so we have these references all through both the Torah and the Tanakh. Um, What's interesting, though, is this procedure uh, has parallels to the same kind of procedure that we see prescribed for Yom HaKippurim, for the day of Atonement. And that, the only only real difference is that in that procedure, we're not using two doves, we're using two goats. One of them becomes a sacrifice. The other one becomes a scapegoat. And this one, the bird that's the bird is tied to the is set free. Is set free. The picture there being that the bird that's dipped into this, the the, the blood, the blood from the sacrifice bird, transfers the the zarat the, the to the water mixture. The live bird is dipped into it, pulled out, and then let go, and the bird immediately flies away. Same picture you have of the scapegoat that runs in, that's taken into it the wilderness, yeah. right? It's the picture of the impurity, uh, as it were, being carried away, right? So, and the result is this: in the, the result of this strange procedure, is that there, that the impurity is removed. So, it's it's a very interesting. Picture, and then of course, you know the, the cedar wood. Cedar is a wood that does not decay easily, so it speaks to uh, incorruptibility. Uh, its color is also red. You have the red, uh, uh, you have the red, uh, scarlet thread. Uh, again, the color red, speaking of blood, uh, to the extent that it was made from. That you have some interesting connotations there because it's blood, lamb, what you know, and then the the clean and the spring water. So you have all of these elements that we see continually throughout the scripture and even into um, the apostolic writings that are always speaking of uh, purification
3: from something that has contaminated. That's right. That's right. Excellent. Right, uh, and just to follow up on that, and this, this, all of these, these two passages, these two, and the reason they're read together, there's multiple reasons, but the reason they're read together, usually is because they actually are, are connected in in a theme, and the theme actually is highly messianic, and the sages of the Talmud knew that, and in, San, in, in uh, Tractate Sanhedrin, they make this odd connection between these passages and the Messiah that Messiah somehow is connected to this phenomena of leprosy and the and the healing and the uh, impurity removed with regard to leprosy and and so uh, what they say is and they and they quote actually from Isaiah 53 and they said in truth he has bore our sickness and endured our pains yet we've held him stricken smitten by God and is afflicted and they recognize this is some form of Somehow, Messiah becomes a leper for us. Right, he's the leprous one. And the Hasidic Hasidic Judaism took that and expanded upon and said, The exile, where is Messiah during the exile? During the exile, Messiah is with us, wherever we are. He's like we are. We're the lepers of the world. And so, Messiah has joined us in the exile. That's right. And so, we're awaiting. We are
0: put out out of the of the camp.
3: That's exactly right. So, they say that. The leper Messiah is actually a reference to the fact that he is suffering with his people and, and recognizing he suffers with his people. For a long time, this portion, Mitzorah, was actually not named Mitzorah. It's been named Mitzorah since the days from of... Uh, you know, the mid eighteen hundred or mid 1700s with Hasidic Judaism, it was renamed Metzorah but the original name wasn't Metzorah It was Zos Tcheye, uh, which is "This will be the law," which is actually the scripture at the beginning of this first, of this passage.
2: And this the reason the why it was
3: renamed, sure. the reason why it was renamed, is because they said the time of Messiah must be near, and so we can't say because it was future tense and it will be, this will be the law in the future. Said so it can't be the future; it has to be the present. And so they ring, re- they they recalled at Nitzar, so there would be a reminder that this is the time of Messiah. Now is the time of Messiah. If
0: you uh, if you've not had the opportunity to just sit down and read through some of the Talmud, um, it's it's tough going in the beginning, because it's I mean it's, you, you're it's nothing like you've ever read. It's not a novel where you're starting with some players and. There, something's going to happen to them, and then they lose their home, and the dog, and the cat, the baby, you know, and then everything's restored, and it's a wonderful thing, and they get, you know, uh, Sergeant York, and they give them a house in Tennessee. It's not like that. Um, it, it's it's Nor is it a, a historical account, necessarily. It's a bunch of stories, and it's a bunch of going back and forth in order to teach a point, in order to make uh, a statement, and... Some of the stories that we read of Messiah. Here's this rabbi. He's very pious. Where are you going? I'm going to see Messiah. Where is he? He's sitting with the lepers outside the gate of the city. You see this kind of imagery all the time. It's a wonderful thing. But you know, your, your mileage may vary. You then you get. i somebody was No, you're you're you're. I noticed you wore a. Crimson shirt that's
5: <laughs> I don't want to aggress here and I have to apologize about I, I I don't fully understand this. But this, this disease it, someone say it's not leprosy, it's not cancer disease. That's correct. But it grows. Yes. I don't understand how it can grow in material, okay? And then I don't understand how the father all right, put this on a wall. Yeah. I don't understand the purpose of that. But first off I don't know how this can grow because I really don't know what it is. Well, I mean, correct. leprosy is, is the
0: closest thing that we can come to understand where the flesh is just dying, okay. right? So it's being well, eaten away. It's the same and name, and,
5: but not necessarily that name. Correct. Because Ooh.
0: this, according... Yes, go ahead. More like, like um, scaly skin or like
2: psoriasis. Right, like psoriasis. <laughs> not like your fingers are falling off. Right,
0: yeah. Not like in Papillon where, you know, well, that's cute. Um <laughs> But this was always understood... To be strictly as a pronouncement from God. Okay. I'm skin
5: disease are not necessary with the name. Right.
0: This seen. is not like I had shellfish and asparagus on the same day, and look what happened to my. heart. It was oh, never yeah. like that. It was always, and and the sages would would compartmentalize it to the point where evil speech, God will smite you with this. Miriam, and okay. Exactly, and, 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 and they use the Miriam case as their, you know, raison d'etre, that's, that's the, the, the uh, proof text there, and then they take it from there. And the proof so, that it's not a disease is, if it covers your whole body, you're, clear, you're, you're cured. Yeah. So if you, if, you, if you truly got Hansen's disease, and it was, you know, spreading over here and, and taking over, and you're getting all these patches and everything, you would not be healed of that until all of your flesh was cleansed and you didn't have it anymore. Where in this case, when it covers all of you, they would say, "Well, God's God's done with you now, with this time of separation." You had something on that. Well, and I was we'll... I was just you touched on it, but just the understanding that
4: this physical affliction was understood to be the result of a
0: spiritual issue. Correct. Um, Not necessarily a physical issue, right? Right. A physical it was on by a, physical affliction due to a spiritual problem.
4: It was, right. There was, a, there was a
0: spiritual issue within you, the, and,
4: and the, the most most commonly understood to be uh, evil speech. And, and the proof text for that is right. She spoke against Moses, and God afflicted her with leprosy with Zarah. Okay? And she was put outside the
1: camp.
4: You know, and she had to wait, and then she had to come. And then at some point, she was able to come back into the camp. But it, ha- it happened because of her evil speech, right? So, from that and, and, and others, other uh, passages, it's understood that Zarat isn't a physical disease in and of itself, it was a physical Manifestation
0: of a
5: spiritual problem that you have.
0: Right, so you're not going to eat the sour tar- uh, fruit. And oh, well, now you've
5: got sour tar- uh, <laughs> Okay, like nowadays, cancer disease is a contagious physical disease. Right. Okay, and you lose your fingers and everything and and you know, falls off yeah, you. But, but let's right think apart. about yeah. this though.
4: Evil speech, is it not contagious? Oh, yeah. How many yeah. you, get in, you yeah. get in a room with people and somebody starts gossiping? What happens? the whole room gets drawn into that or, or can right? So evil well, speech is very much contagious. So if somebody has a problem with lashon they run the risk of contaminating
0: everybody they come in contact with. And quite frankly, for, for those of you who think, well, I don't, I don't participate in that. Um, the Chabad site, during this week, uh, it, in reference to this particular portion, is over the top with examples of how you can be drawn into Lashon Haram and the uh, whole gossip thing, even when it's something good. Prayer requests. Exactly. We masquerade them in the Christian church as prayer requests quite often. I understand Sally's having trouble with John and their marriage is having trouble. We should really pray for them. Yeah. So that, you know <laughs> and you know, and it all seems so innocent. Um I, I read some of the things they had out there and I was cut too quick. Um and I apologize to the community right now. Anything you're good? I
1: think yeah, basically what I was gonna say. Good. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, he sits, down, do he sits down. He sits down studying. Yeah, right. yep. Yep. Exactly right. yeah, yeah,
0: exactly right. An outward indication of an inside problem. Mm-hmm. Just to, to go along with Mr.
2: Upman's point about the Shonin Haran, of course the first place is the association with Miriam, but then James chapter 3, mm-hmm. where it talks about the tongue is a fire and a world of
0: unrighteousness right. and that it's set among our members staining the whole body. That's exactly right. <laughs> and you know, he's a righteous man who can tame his tongue. you stretching it or you got a perfect question? Just out of curiosity, um, if the odd afflicts a wall,
4: and you have to free, remove the bricks and the plaster into a contaminated place. At certain
2: times, I was wondering where would that place have been during the simple,
0: um, game? Yeah, it'd be, the, it'd be the place where they burned all the garbage for the town, and you know where they're flowing the latrine pipes too as well. Is that I mean, it's called it's called Silva, right? Yeah, unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, just a, a
1: very practical example
5: of this concept is part of the
4: reason why we decided to make a public announcement about my daughter and Colin. Sure. They had told many of you individually because they wanted to share good things, you her. But partly because certainly we want the whole community to, you know, rejoice with us. But we also did not want somebody to be thinking, I mean. I think What's going on here? Yeah. So, yeah. right. so, part of that is to
1: not give
4: place to reason to gossip, even if it's an innocent thing
0: like that. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And quite frankly, if our lives are to be transparent and open, what is it I'm hiding from you anyway? You know? If I'm having trouble with Pete, I might as well just tell you I'm having trouble with Pete because I need to pray anyway. You know? By the way, I'm not in the house. Yes. Are you having I'm trouble with Pete?
3: No. I'm not. But to address Roger's point about the walls, and I think uh, uh, Jonathan brought it up too. It's like, how does a how does how does a house get Sarat if right. it's about evil speech? Right. And and the sages wanted the same thing. It's like what's up with this? How does a house get this? You know this disease, apparently, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, and yeah, the wolf and, the and, wolf. and, and the, wolf. yeah, and the wolf. And, um, the wolf. and actually, the the, the uh, there was a uh, um, while the children of Israel wandering about in the desert. The whole world knows they're out there wandering because they're a big group, and everybody's knowing where are they going, and are we the target? Right. And of course, in Canaan, they were a target, and Joshua sent word ahead, "We're coming." You got two options. Well, you really got three options. You can leave, you can stay and, and you can surrender, or you can stay and we'll fight you. you. And can uh, so they coming. so, so the sages said that they hid their valuables in the walls. And this being a means to excavate and to find the valuables in the wall. Uh,
5: so because God would identify.
3: Because it makes this particular point that when you come into the land, is what it says. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so when they came into the land, here's the houses, they're built, we take over these houses. Oh, wait, this house has got a spot in it. Mm-hmm. Call the priest. Is this spot something we need to have looked at? Takes the stones out. Oh, look what we found.
1: <coughs> Loot. Very cool. Oh, very so cool. everybody's got well, that. Just to be a. Writer, <laughs> everybody wants a spot right? <laughs> when our oldest son was living
4: in Jerusalem, his apartment was built out of cinder block, except the outside was coated with plaster. you know plaster or something. Sure. Well, you get enough moisture going on in Jerusalem and not real warm days, and you start growing mold.
0: Yeah.
4: And he would have to scrub his walls. We bleach.
3: did not take out the walls. <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. But he Go said through.
4: it was really bizarre being there and seeing the scripture kind of happening in his room. Yeah. I've got to get bleach on and clean this now yeah. or it could be really
0: Unbelievable. No, yeah, no yeah, nasty. Unbelievable. Yeah, this is nasty stuff. Or there's loot. There there's loot?
1: loot? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you
0: ever wonder uh, about the phrase, if yeah, only these walls could talk? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe they
0: can. Maybe
1: they can Yes. Okay, so going with the the, the you know I have leprosy or Sarah because you know I spoke, you know, badly about somebody. So if somebody if, if let's say I had an I had the you spoke about, about somebody spoke about somebody, somebody, right. And if I touched He didn't speak bad about. He didn't speak about anybody. But he's unclean now. He is till
0: till sundown.
1: Why is he unclean? Because I touched him. Because I'm. Because
0: you affect everyone in the community. That's why we need to put you out of the community until God finishes dealing with you. Okay. And did you notice that there's no time frame? It doesn't say how long it's going to take. It's just that when you think you've been healed, the priest can declare you
1: clean. And you've got to go through the ritual in order to become so. Is, is this a follow up? Yeah, there is a follow up. So, isn't that kind of like what Paul says in one of his letters? He says, if you have a person in your community, put him who's out. out. Lest he yeah. contaminate the rest of the Okay, I'm paraphrasing. It's okay. No, no, I'm sorry. Oh, later to.
0: Uh, well,
4: one other comment just going back to the, the strange double bird offering. Uh, interestingly enough, that that offering, the blood, the blood is is never put on the altar. Um, so, according to Hazal, this is one sacrifice that you do not need an altar to actually do. Ooh. Um, but you do need a priest you do need a priest but you, but you don't need an offering. anyways that's kind of an aside but the other comment I want to make was the, the, uh, the offering for when he's declared clean you know uh, he, he, there was an offering that required um, I think it was a goat or a lamb or something and it, but if he was poor he had the same opportunity to, to, the bring, you know, to bring uh, the, the, the doves right um uh, yeah verse 21 so of chapter 14. So what's interesting is imagine if you had been if you had contracted this condition, you're put outside the camp okay well if you're outside the camp, you know you're probably not going into the office you know right you're not saying you're, you're, your livelihood is impacted right Certainly your relationship with your family and your friends and everything is impacted. And depending on how long this went on, uh, it was actually, it was actually more likely than not that unless you were independently wealthy already before it happened,
1: you were not
4: going to be able to afford the primary sacrifice. You were probably only going to be able to That's afford right. sacrifice for a month right. because you've been without, you know, uh, income for who knows how long.
0: Exactly. Um, how would how many of you would characterize the person who's put outside the outside the town, who's got this affliction? How many of you would say, just generically, he's sick? Would you, would you kind of agree? He's kind of he's sick, right?
5: Yeah.
0: Um, does it make you now appreciate more when the master says to the sheep and the goats, says to the sheep? No, not never any less. Because when I was sick you visited me because when people are sick today you can send food you can send flowers but to visit someone implies that they need or want company I've been around sick people they don't normally want recovering (laughs) people Yeah, but sick people let them sleep give him ass for something you know he's miserable but these kind of sick people if you didn't visit them they wouldn't eat if you didn't visit them they could never say look I think I'm healed would you get the priest you can facilitate restoration by visiting the sick. That's great. Did you have something, son? I beg your pardon. I know this man has his hand up. It's just something very small. Going off of Mr. Alfred's
2: comment, because he made such a long one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean a thorough
1: one. A thorough, <laughs> thorough, yeah. <no. laughs>
2: but it's about. The everybody says he's a tall drink of water. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's about the, the bird thing. The bird thing. And uh, running water and blood. Because um, then you you sprinkle that on the person. Yeah, I use the word splatter. Well, my version says sprinkle. And then so I was, and maybe he said this, but I must have missed it. Because um, it says in Peter, in First Peter.
0: Good book.
2: One of the best. That were uh, sprinkled with Yeshua's blood. And then I was just thinking how when they pierced his side, Came out blood and water mixed together, which is exactly what the bird thing is. It's a mix of blood and water.
0: And they gave him sour wine on a hissy yeah. mm-hmm. Was he nailed to cedar wood? Oh. It's
2: like, it's like oh.
0: straight up this whole ceremony. <laughs> yeah, and then we're the skate bird. Skip bird, yeah. That's right. <laughs> good. Well, actually, we where the well, either one. You're the guy who gets to stay.
2: We're either that guy who gets sprinkled or we could be the alive bird because the bird died.
0: Yeah. In place. You like? It. like? It. It's good. It's Messianic. Messianic. It messian. That's the whole idea, right? It is Messianic. Along the lines of where Mr. Trump was coming from again, the purification process
2: required like two lambs without blemish, one ewe, first year. Three tenths of, of the bunch of stuff, right? But then for the one who is poor, it wasn't just turtle doves and pigeons. It, it actually says, but if he is poor and cannot afford it, then he shall take one lamb. And, um, you know, as a trespass, offering to be waived and to make atonement. Yeah. And then still have the if uh, fine flour and oil. So that, I thought that was interesting that with, in this case, not like when you give birth to, this, uh, to a child. That you, if you're poor, you only have to bring
1: birds, but right. it, it's still a requirement to bring a lamb. Yeah, yeah. I, I read that portion earlier, and I noticed how similar it was to the one that preceded it. it the difference between the poor man and the That's right. and the other man. Yeah, it's not that great. And even <laughs> the, the poor man and, and, and earlier that <coughs> I mean, because the poor man was bringing.
2: Yeah, and I think that's obviously pointing to Yeshua sure in that the like a lamb is all, the only thing that can make you clean. You know, like it's it's required in this case. Even if you are poor, you have to bring a lamb.
0: Yeah, right. Somebody, give me a lamb Yeah, chapter fourteen and verse thirty-four. When you arrive in the land of Canaan, chapter fourteen, verse thirty-four that I give you as a possession and I will place a tsaraat affliction upon a house in the land of your possession the one to whom the house belongs shall come and declare to the Kohen saying something like an affliction has appeared to me in the house the Kohen shall command that they quarantine the whole place, no <coughs> command what? The house. <coughs> why would I mean why would they do that yeah, so I they the easy easy. Easy. yeah let's get all this stuff out of there now let me ask you who determines what's clean and unclean
1: God.
0: I'm sorry God. God does and he lets his people know through the physical. priest well, from a physical perspective If i got this stuff growing, as you put it, in the wall, and the couch is in the room, the couch does not need to be affected at all if I simply get the couch out before the priest shows up. Do you see? Do you see? Do you see the grace of God allowing you to pull your stuff out before the house gets... Yeah, called contaminated, the black mark, you know? You get to take your stuff out. If you don't take your stuff out, you paddle in your own canoe. But it's not this until I say it's this. It was a mafia movie or something, I recall. It sounded just like that. But I think we need to remember this. And we need to see that... We're told that the grace of God is only exemplified in the apostolic writings, and that we have an angry God who afflicts houses and walls with spots and goo in the Torah. But that's actually not the case. I like the whole "Behold" things that this version's got with the, you know, the you know, Cohen showing up. You, you can see him coming a block or two off because everybody's standing away from him. I always go to check out the our Eye House. Behold, yeah, up. Oh. One more week, he walks away. He'll be back next week. Yeah. It's like right. waiting. It's like waiting for the mailman to show up. Has he got a package today? All right. Yes, ma'am. I think it would be because there were people either living in there that were practicing Lashon Hara and needed some attention, or as Rick previous that the previous folks might have lived that way and God was choosing to bless his people through their obedience. Let's give you an example. There's, There's $500 million worth of gold bullion buried in that wall right there. This fiction. For <laughs> well, those of you in Gastonia, do not come and visit. Thank you very much. <laughs> this is
5: if you have any
0: reason to even look at the wall for the, for the valuables that were put there by the people who lived here before me, well, no. But if I'm obedient to the Torah, if I'm obedient to God, regardless of whether or not I understand this whole bird thing tied to it, I'm, I'm tying a bird to a stick. Hello? Well, cedar doesn't come in sticks. You, got, you know, like make planks out of cedar, right? I mean, isn't that what the tabernacle was made? we got all these cedar boards. Mm-hmm. Grab one of them cedar boards. Grab. How many of you are from north of here, right? grab a bird? Two birds? How does that happen?
5: How am I going to get
0: a bird? Fly, Flapping anyway. All that. I'm going to die. I'm going to die with this stuff. got bird. Take a bat. Take two birds. There, grab one of them. You can get and it. tie him with, with scarf. <laughs> tie him to the board? Are you... Flap it all over, you know? Oh oh crap. I strangled the bird. <laughs> Wait, I'm supposed to kill time. that bird, so I can use the second one. You know, it's really tough. But if I'm obedient to God, in spite of the fact that A, I have no idea why he wants me to do this and I think it sounds amazingly pagan, but I'm gonna be obedient anyway. And now God can choose to bless me physically in this world because of my obedience I can tell you I've had that experience it didn't turn out to be 500 million dollars worth of gold bullying although I'm going to continue to be obedient because you never know because God has offered to open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing on me and my family if I would simply trust Him and be obedient I'm going to do that Yes, ma'am. Cause,
2: cause I think there's a place in
0: Thessalonians where it says that God gives them the big lie or something that, that people are. Well, I don't think it's the Thessalonians, the Thessalonians themselves, but actually Israel in its entirety, when well, the man of lawlessness shows up, yes, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it is a big lie, in, and we see in Isaiah that they make a uh, covenant with death. That's a pretty big lie. <laughs> But that's when the man of Torahlessness, lawlessness, mm-hmm. he doesn't keep the Torah, is uh, is on the scene. And, but and the uh, same
5: thing kind of applies where you could say, well, there was what the reason might be that it's actually a blessing for us in some way. Or, or the opposite. Exactly yeah, right. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, to move us along and finish out, if we could.
2: Well, didn't we just hit chapter 15?
0: We're going fi- we to wrap it up in yeah. fifteen. You said fifteen
5: is off limits. Mm-hmm.
0: Not all of fifteen is off limits. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to find the uh, the thing that says "I'll kill you." Where is that, Rick? Mm-hmm. Do you know where that is. Jason, <laughs> it's actually
3: at the end
0: of the portion. Is at the end of fourteen? Is that what it is? No, it's at the end of the portion. Can I just look at the end of the portion. Thirty-one. Fourteen to
5: 1531?
0: fifteen thirty-one? Oh yes, yes, thank you. Scott. Chapter fifteen and verse thirty-one. You shall separate the children of Israel from their contamination, and they shall not die as a result of their contamination, if they contaminate my tabernacle that is among them. Does anybody have a different version that sounds just a little bit more up to date? Fifteen thirty one? What do you
5: got? lest you shall keep the people of Israel separate from their uncleanness lest they die in their uncleanness by defiling my tabernacle
0: in their midst so who can tell me what the scripture says Yom HaKippurim is all about what
1: is Yom Kippur for wash away sin wash away sin
0: atonement for the whole nation mm. Confession. okay Confession. atonement for the tabernacle and the priesthood it's atonement for the tabernacle and the priesthood specifically because someone may have inadvertently that's why it says for unintentional unintentionally contaminated the tabernacle unintentionally inadvertently done it but it says very clearly in 1531 that if you know this law that he's just now laid out for you and you come in you choose to disregard it like you can pick and choose which laws you can keep and observe then you will surely die
4: yeah I was just going to may have talked about this the last time we met but I think it, just to kind of to restate it because I think it's important so everything we've had so far <coughs> starting with the description of the five types of sacrifices and so forth and so on. Uh, you know, uh, last week, Leviticus we 11, uh, from, uh, all that. What is this What is this kind of obsession with clean and unclean? What is it all about announcing And it boils down to the fact that at the end of the book of Exodus, we finished the tabernacle We stood it up. We did it exactly the way God had told us to, and guess what? He shows up, and the just like He said, and the 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 Shekinah fills the tabernacle. Now we have the you know the God of the universe has you know is now dwelling in our midst in the tabernacle that we built exactly the way He told us. It worked.
5: Yep. And when, then the question becomes: this is
4: what the book of Leviticus is all about, is now that God is here, this holy God is here, how do we make sure he stays here? Hmm. Because he, he requires a level of separateness hmm. that is not, you know, I mean, it's not inconsequential. And that is the whole point of the book of Leviticus. It's trying to convey to us this whole idea of ritual purity and un, you know, ritual uncleanness and ritual cleanness is all about making sure that we maintain the proper level of sanctity, so that the presence of God remains in our midst. Let me
0: let me flesh that out just a little bit more. This this is excellent. That is the reason. But there's one more thing. What happens if I squeeze this really tight? After a while, what happens to the hand? It will die. die. In fact, I'm dying right now. Right? I mean, I am in the process of dying. Skin cells are coming off, and I am dying. And eventually, everything's just going to stop. I am dying. But the God of which he just spoke is not just the God of life, he is life. And the two just don't mix. While I'm in this kind of body, i got to go through the rituals he said. Because it's not just to keep him around. He's in there. The thing we built for him. But what else is in there? What else is in the tabernacle? Besides that cherub thing box that he's over now. Like in the movie. What else is in that structure? There's a table of showbread. There's a menorah. There's altar the, altar the altar of incense. What else is in there? <laughs> uh, outside. Further out. What's the altar? The, altar. the altar itself. The laver. the big thing with water. So you can wash the feet and the hands of the priest. What's supposed to happen on that altar? Twice a day. i got to bring a sacrifice in the morning. We call it chakra. <coughs> And i got to bring one in the afternoon. We call that Micha. Every day. What's the problem? We want to keep him around. I can't even get in now to do what he told me to do. I can't draw near. Not just to draw near to be cool. Not just to draw near to go, wow, isn't this the coolest thing? I mean, I'm like 14 feet from God. Hello. (laughs) But to draw near, to be obedient to do what he said to do if I just want to do it whatever way I want to do we've already got at least two or three examples of what happens if that's the case got the golden calf and I got Adab and Abihu right that fire is strange strange to who? Strange to the kids? I don't think so. How about strange to God? Uzzah. Trying to be a good guy. By the way, does you, I mean, he's a strong guy. He's protecting the very ark of God. And he thought that he could put that dying hand up against that which represents the living God. And, and God would just ignore the fact that he tested. It doesn't work like that. And we we don't get there, Especially in this world today where young people, I'm just going to blame the young people, I think the old people have our problems as well, but most young people think there are very little, if any, consequences to my sin, my disobedience, or whatever I do. I can live like hell, and it's okay. Well, it's not okay. And we have physical examples here in the scripture that if we were in this time period, if there were a temple, it wouldn't be, oops, (laughs) didn't mean to do that. You know, kind of look that over. Just kind of forget about that. (laughs) His son died because he can't overlook sin. Right? Which means you wouldn't run into the holy of holies. Yeah. You would not run into, because now, his flesh has somehow given us full access. Folks, we had full access from the foundation of the world. He's just telling everybody. Yes, ma'am. Well, so.
1: just um, what I seem to see, well, no, no, what I do see, is you have separation or you have commune with Him. Face to face. We have that ability today right. to be face to face. It's not a mix. Him. It's one or the other. Absolutely. Have an intimacy with Him. You know, like a husband and wife can have intimacy with each other. Yes. or You know, but or, if there's that, or you can be totally separated from God. That's right. You know? And so we, as believers, in Messiah, can have that intimacy yes.
0: with Him. I agree. Mm-hmm. However, there's more to it than what you and I have today. There's also that physical drawing near That I I cannot comprehend, Gloria I cannot even describe it Why a man, an Israelite man Would choose to leave his wife and children And take an animal up to Jerusalem To slaughter it so that he could eat Before the God of the universe I don't get it I don't get why he would do that It's like burning a hundred dollar bill I don't get it What's the difference? This guy's obviously got, and is potentially going to die if he doesn't do it right. But there's something fabulous about it that I simply can't understand. And that's what I want. Because you're exactly right. We have that today. We have communion with God. We have a spirit that intercedes for us. We have that, that knowingness. But there's something more that that temple is going to bring, that his physical presence is going to be, that I simply can't understand. And I want it. And I want to try it. I think when you know that first starts happening, simply because I'm Italian and I'm not Jewish, they're probably not going to let me step up. That's okay. I've waited this When my king comes back, I feel like I'm in a Robin Hood movie. <laughs> when the king comes back, oh yeah. He knows who's been watching out for his stuff. Oh yeah. and look, I got made married. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good comment, thank you. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you that our king is away for a time, but that even so he is in the diaspora. That leper Messiah, your son, is in exile outside your city with us and we thank you father i pray that we would recognize that they would we would live as people waiting upon a king to establish his kingdom i pray father that we would study your word to show ourselves approved workmen that don't need to be ashamed but can accurately handle the word of God your word and that we would understand the appropriate protocols and Father I pray that we would be ones who prepare the hearts of others to understand your desire for our obedience and I pray Father that until your return should he delay that you would bless everyone here that we would, as Gloria has put it, have that oneness with you and that fellowship with you that can only come through faith in the risen Messiah Yeshua. We thank you for that, Father, and pray for his soon return, that he would come quickly, soon, and in our days. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Thank you, folks.